This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Welcome again to Cottage Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Coleman. Joining me right now is Yana Shanaez and Max Cohen. This is our full-time show, which will actually be about an hour. So we're going to put a lot in this hour talking about this 5-0 Fulham victory against West Ham. This is back-to-back 5-0 victories for Fulham at Craven Cottage. It's amazing. And we're going to be talking about this for the next hour. It's been a long time since I've done a show with these two guys. I've been looking forward to this all morning. The victory makes it sweeter. Max, I'm going to go to you first. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing and how are you feeling? Thank you. I, I can't imagine a better recent stretch of full of matches in a long time. I mean, two 5-0 wins at home in a row and just complete and total domination. This is Marcus Silva at his very best. And he's had this team, which has struggled to score all season, scoring easily. Um, and I think there are many reasons we're going to talk about that. But I want to shout out Jimenez, you know, three yes. goals in his past two matches. I was a big critic of him. He's coming good. He has his confidence flowing. And Awobi. I love Alex Awobi. I think he was at the heart of so much today. Um, and those are two new signings. So, you know, credit to the to the transfer business. Okay, excellent stuff. Mr. Janaeus, it's been a long time. How are you doing? And uh, give me your opening thoughts. It has been. I'm actually, um, after this show, I'm going down to Walmart uh, to do a bit of shopping. And uh, I'm going to get next to the tins of corned beef. There's the spam, and the spam tends to be wet, and that's going to be the focus of the day today. That was superb to watch, and I yes, it was, it was superb on many many levels. And and it, 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 I'm saying, I mean, look, that that game up at Anfield last week was just outrageously brilliant. Was that the catalyst to all this, Giannis, or or was it even further back the Wolves match? I think it was. The, it might have been the Wolves match because the Wolves match. Let's be honest here. We're, I thought we caught a couple of breaks in that game. I don't think we were very good against the Wolves side. It caused us a lot of trouble, but we needed that win. It was timely, and we went to Anfield, and we just threw threw it at the Wolves. And I thought, you know, we were excellent. I think we were superb against Forest, and today I thought we were even better. There was so much to love about it, and um, it's really good fun. 
putting one over that lot because they are dreadfully boring. I mean, they're five goals down and they're still trying to counterattack. I know. It's archaic, dinosaurus. And you look at someone like Jared Bowen. I'm going to talk about Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen, I thought, was magnificent today. And I looked at him and he was playing him as a, you know, in the number nine position. Right. I'm thinking this guy can do everything. He never stopped running for 90 minutes. If you don't have a player like that, and he's too good for the Spammers, you're in real trouble. Um, they were gruesome. Good God in heaven. We could have scored eight or nine. It's funny. I agree with that. I think we could have scored eight or nine goals in this match, guys. And I'm going to share this with you. I want to get your thoughts before we really talk about what I want to talk about. I I was speaking to a friend of mine, Steve Reynolds, and he's been messaging me about one criticism. Here's the one criticism. And actually, it happened in the match against Nottingham Forest as well. The fact that we have not started strong, it's taken us a while to get that opening goal, Giannis. And the, but we take off once we get the opening goal. Why do you think Fulham started not strong against West Ham? We could even take it to the Nottingham Forest match the first 30 minutes. What is the common denominator? What happens after they score that first goal? I just think it's the approach we take against Forrest. Forrest came out and asked a few questions early and he gave us 10, 15 minutes, you know, to send the feelers out and see what happens. And then we opened them up. I think today West Ham had a little bit of um, the momentum going with, you know, what was a very good win for them at uh, Tottenham on, on, on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, let them, you know, blow their steam out. It was a, Moyes called it his greatest ever win at West Ham, you know, and it was all, you know, super, super win. And it, to me, the comments, you know, as he prepared for the game, said, oh, it's Fulham. We've not, you know, lost to them in 14. We always managed to find a couple of players, again, that can handball it and nobody can see it. We just don't seem to have any luck. They, they're, they're our red herring team. We just, you know, and um, the, the goal, the goal, I think, just hit them for six because it came from really out of nothing. Right. And then they just carried on their boring, we're going to be dull and think we're going to be Tottenham do what we did to Tottenham, except we came, we, we kept on the back the front foot and they really had no answer for it. Interesting. Over to you, Max. I want to get your thoughts on this because I think if there's a negative common denominator, it would be the start in these last two matches. Now, obviously you score five goals in both of these matches. That's a small criticism, but I understand where it's coming from because you're trying to think why are they not on the front foot like they were against, say, Wolves. Why were they not on the front foot? I think the opponents have something to do with it. What are your thoughts about that and also the reaction after that? I think it's all about confidence. And what we've seen in the past week or so is that this club thrives when they know they can play well. And I think that's as soon as that first goal comes in all the matches, the floodgates are open. It, it all stems back to Anfield, I think, totally. You know, we yep. saw we could play at the big boys. I mean, we really should have won. Really should have won. And against the team who might win the league this year, we gave them a good shout for 90 minutes. Then Marco said to the players, I think, look, now you have two home matches against teams who are winnable. If you can put three against Liverpool Anfield, why not put five against Forrest and West Ham? And he gave them the belief. And you're right, the first 30 minutes weren't the best in both matches. But once that first goal came, we just kept going. It it, it never occurred to any of the players to sit back and protect what we had. It never occurred to be conservative. It was always pressing. And I think the way we play now with the wingers pushing up with him and us dropping back and facilitating play and with Kearney, Tom Kearney, 
having a renaissance in his 30s Crazy. in the Premier League, finally getting a run of starts and he's healthy. We, we look so fluid. And I think, you know, the narrative early on this year was we couldn't score goals and it was so worrying. But it's sometimes in football, it's as simple as you get over that hump and then you stop thinking about it and you're not in your head anymore. And now it's easy. I mean, what? three against Wolves, three against Liverpool, five against Forest, five against West Ham. <laughs> it's like we're talking about us in the championship two years ago. You know, and this it's, is the Premier League. What's interesting, guys, I don't know if you checked this out. Our goal differential right now is zero. Yeah, zero. Sure. And think about how it was 10. It was minus 10. It's now zero. That is massive. That also tells you the direction that they're going. So very good thoughts on that. Okay, guys, before we really break down this match, I just want to talk in general terms. Giannis, I'll give you first crack at this. We talked about this a little bit before we went live. I think that there are a few reasons. I think there's one main reason, which I think we're all going to be in agreement on. But what are the reasons for the amount of goals in the last four matches? You could go to Kearney. I could go to a consistent starting 11, maybe even Pereira, Jimenez. There are so many ways we can go on this. But for you, what are some of the reasons why we are seeing so many goals? I think I'm going to throw a couple of other teams in the mix here. I think I mean, I'm going to say Tom Kearney because Tom Kearney has been magnificent. magnificent. Yep. But I tell you what, it's a fun time to be in the Premier League right now. I've got to take my hat off to Bournemouth and Everton for a sec. Okay. Bournemouth are in absolutely cracking form right now. I know I thought they were brilliant against United. The, 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 the pundits are going to talk about United or this. No, 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 no. Could have been four. And I thought that their, their midfield right now, and especially with Solanke holding the line, he provides a lot of confidence for them moving forward. And he does a good job dropping back. Kenny um, provides the calm. And he really doesn't, he doesn't ever really look ruffled. And then you look at Everton right now and, and the way that Ducure is playing for them. I think the three players have one thing in common. The three individual players have collectively given their teams a lot of confidence. And that's why it's great to see with the Everton story getting deducted 10 points, they would be above us right now if it wasn't for the 10 points. Right. Bournemouth are scoring goals for fun and looking really dangerous. We are playing like the Brazil of 82 before they played against Italy and Rossi. And it's great for the game. Kearney is just magnificent. I mean, he, he just makes it look easy. He slows it down. And one thing, to go look into the transfer window. As we're looking for players, I think that the club now really need to look at the Kearney position in terms of, because he's not going to be with us forever, but right. looking to bed in someone of a similar ilk that can do. So that right now, I think... Based on Kearney's um, performances last few games, we've got to really take a close look at. There'll be a few players out there. We've got money in the bank. Um, and luckily, with the way Jimenez is playing, um, we're not, A, talking about Mitra, and B, are we talking about replacements up front? Interesting stuff there, Giannis. Okay, over to you, Max. Before I do, I'm going to share this comment from Black, White, and Fred. This is his thoughts on what we're talking about. I think the change has been shifting from two holding players to one. TC and AP both playing in advanced roles. Either side of the pitch has opened up our attack. Over to you, Max. What are your thoughts on all of this? Yeah, I think for, <clears throat> for a lot of the season, the conversation was, is it Kearney or Pereira? And now we've seen they can play together. I think that's a really good point, that when you have those two players, it's a more forward-thinking Fulham. And Pereira, I think, had, had been poor in recent weeks. 
but maybe he just needs another attacking player to unlock him and give him more space on the ball. Paulinho was excellent again today. We haven't mentioned him. Uh, having him back is, is, is crucial. Um, but I, I think it's the wingers, really, because this team thrives on the wide play. They always have. And with William on the form he's in, with Harry yep. Wilson chipping, I mean, maybe goal of the season for Fulham with that. What a shot. Um, you know, these and, and it's for me, it's a Wobie as well. When they make the runs inside, it opens up the fullbacks. It's the way Marco likes to play. And we can let our creative players, you know, play off them. There's always runs. It's always fluid. Okay, excellent stuff. And the one thing I want to ask you about Awobi, Max, is, and I keep hearing the commentary, how wide he is. How, and that sets everything up, how extremely wide he is. So what are your thoughts about what he has brought? Someone actually mentioned this to me. I, I got a message from uh, my friend Tony Gold who said, a concern for us will be the African Cup of Nations, okay? And I think that's legitimate. I think that's legitimate because of the play of Awobi and Calvin Bassey. But what are your thoughts? Just talk, going back and talk about Awobi, what he has meant. Yeah, I think it's a good point. He starts out wide and can, and can cut in a lot of times what he's doing today. He's just a handful. He's a player which I think we've been crying out for in the Premier League. He's someone who just makes things happen. Because too often, I think, we were just static. And it was very one-dimensional passing in front of the back four, maybe crosses being lofted in, but he's always on the move. And, you know, when he gets to the byline, he can also pick out a nice cross too. He has an eye for, he has composure. He has an eye for a final ball. I just, he's all action and I love him. And I think that was a great signing at the time. Didn't get a lot of, a lot of support because people are focused on Mitro leaving, Paulino right. almost leaving, but I think he's a breath of fresh air. Totally agree. Back over to you, Giannis. I got something that I wanted to ask you about that I think goes along with this as well. I think the goals continue to flow because we have options off the bench too. So what's great about this, and I'm going to get your thoughts about the starting 11 and is this our best starting 11 right now? Because he can bring players off the bench and there's no drop off. He brings in Harry Wilson scores a goal. He brings on Harrison Reeds sets up a goal. There are a lot of options. Foto Bellatore is able to come in and really there's no drop off at left back. You know you can bring in Kenny Tete at right back. Do we have more depth than we thought we did? I know that we need more players in January. That's going to be key to taking us to the next level. But could Fulham having the ability to mix and match a little bit help with the scoring of the goals as well? Indeed. And one of the stories that that, that um, sort of nipped by is the fact that Tim Ream wasn't in the 18. I mean, that is, when was the last time he wasn't in the 18 apart from being injured? And I think that's that's very telling. The, I mean, he, I mean, he could have a niggle or whatever. The African Nations Cup is going to be an issue, um, and so be it. But you're right, we've got a lot of, um, we now look like we've got strength in depth. The breadth, uh, in terms of the starting 11, I think this is now the, 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 the strongest starting 11, although... Uh, I love Kenny Tate. But Castagna's done nothing. Castagna's been superb. So he's done he's done nothing to warrant being <sighs> dropped. But with, with the games coming up, and, and, and I don't think, I don't, um, Silver won't admit to this because we've got Newcastle next week. Um, but I, he's got one eye on the Everton game. And this is the lineup I expect us to play in the Carabao quarterfinal. I think he's going to go with the strongest lineup because he knows 
this is a fantastic opportunity to, to get to Wembley. And Everton are playing very well, so it should be an absolute ding-dong of a game. Um, but I think in the league, this would be the one. I don't think um, – I feel bad for Sasha Lukic because yeah. the switch to the one – the two attacking uh, midfielders means he loses up. I feel bad for Harrison Reed. He's not done anything wrong. Um no. I, I mean, Diop still has to come back in. Thank God Bassi goes to the left because he looks much more comfortable. Tosin is still, you know, had a good game today, but he's still trying to get the match fitness. The fullbacks do their job. I mean, wherever you're going, you're looking at attacking threats. And the best form of, of defence is always going to be attack. So I think this is the lineup he should settle with. And Newcastle are losing right now. And I, and I, I know. I'm watching it. It's and actually, on right now. I may be, I may, I don't know. There's an outside chance I'm going to be able to go to the game next week. Wow. Because Whoa. my kid just moved, moved uh, she's just bought her, uh, her a new house, her first house. in new, She lives in Newcastle, as you know. Yeah. And um, her partner is a season ticket holder, but does not want to go and watch that game. So... <laughs> Wow. So I may, I'm thinking of making making the trip going to be great. Kill two birds with one stone. And Newcastle are struggling right now they are. Uh, with a lot of injuries. And I think it's a game we can go and win, frankly, especially with this lineup. So I'd stick with this lineup as it is. We're going to get injuries. We'll get absentees. But at least we've got some depth. But again, a couple more players maybe um, at, the, at the transfer deadline will certainly help us. Especially if Tosin, because this is the thing about if Tosin's going to sign an extension and um, at the moment he hasn't signed one. Good point there, Giannis. Okay. Max, I want to get your thoughts, but I also want to go back and I saw this comment from uh, Lily here and I want to get your thoughts on it, okay? Here it is. Jedi rampaging down the left flank and actually putting dangerous balls into the box has opened up the midfield, making the opposition respect the left wing and not crowd the middle. What are your thoughts on that? And then your thoughts on the starting 11. Yeah, it's a great point um, by Lily that Robinson for so long, right? Where's the end product? Where's the final ball? And in the past month or so, maybe it was an international break with USA when he scored that great goal. I gave him the confidence, but he's starting to actually pick out players uh, for a change, which is a total change from what we saw earlier. You're right. Um, and fullbacks can no longer just let him give him that kind of space. They have to respect it, um, as, as the comment said. I, I like that a lot. Maybe it's the beach, the beach blonde hair. You know, he got the I don't know. Wilson, Ken, you know, look from the summer, a little bit belated, but it's working for him. At the start of 11, I think it's simple. You know, if you beat two teams five in a row, you don't change it. <laughs> um, so right. That's, that, that, that's my take. Okay, the only thing, and going back to Giannis, I think it's very harsh on someone like Kenny Tete. So, but how do you change something that is working like this? You, you know, if I, and Lily's absolutely, she's made some, a couple of great comments here. If I've got one criticism of, of Jedi. Okay, go and ahead. I, yeah, and, I, and I, I'm going to stand by this one. He's so quick that when he beats that right back, I'd really like to see him cut in towards goal. And the cutback is going to be is, is effective, but why not? You've beaten that man. Take it yourself, man. Draw the defenders. You're going to have that right side and centre back is going to cut, have to sweep because you've lost their right back. Answer, ask questions of them. Drag them across because now once he beats that last man, the thinking is: he going to cross it first time? Is he taking a couple of steps then crossing it? Is he going to cut it? You know, northwest to right. southeast for somebody coming coming to the edge of the box, or is he going to try and take it? And drag the keeper across as well. 
little chip to the far post. This is, a, I think that's the one chink in the armory I'd like to see him bring in. He's so quick, he can, he just flies past them, cutting yourself, son, cutting yourself. Use that trusty little foot, nice little smash into the box. He goes out and save it. You, you know, they call the sniffer Rooney goals one yard out. Who cares? Like the Luton goal, right? Right. The Luton goal was a great example of that. Exactly. Something like that. I think if he can do that, then he's going to cause even more fits because teams just won't know how to handle his distribution. So that's the only criticism I have. Apart from that, I thought he had an excellent game today. Okay. I'm going to share some comments about this subject. This is from Carl Tanner. Jed, I did try that and nearly scored against Liverpool. Will he? Followed up. Once he does that, he'll be certified world-class. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Interesting. Very good there. And black, white, and Fred Jedi has started drifting inside when William is out wide, which is new as well. So maybe he is really working on his game. Max, your thoughts about Jedi. Yeah, I think all, all those are very accurate. He's someone who has amazing physical attributes. The pace is second to none. And almost as Giannis is saying, once he beats, he's almost too quick for his own good. Yeah, it feels like when he's dribbling the ball, it's not under control because he's moving so quickly, and he never really seems in control. But recently, I think we've seen that change. Recently, seen that change. Um, and instead of moving at a million miles an hour, he can kind of look up and, and find someone. So who who would have thought that would be we'd saying that you know without Mitro because Mitro said a big target in there, which he combined well with at times. But even without that, I think he's had his head up looking not just for a chip in to the back post, which you know. Nine times out of ten, the keeper would claim that. Now it's more driven balls, hoping for an own goal or a redirection. Okay, excellent yep. stuff. I'm going to share this comment. We've got so many coming in. This is from Ayaz. He says, uh, Kearney starting and getting minutes is standout for me. Thank you for sharing, my friend. And uh, here's a another comment from our friend Carl Tanner. He says, I don't think Jedi will ever be world-class. He lacks the fine technical ability, but he can be very good left back, and we should be Happy with that. Well, you never know. If he works at his game, Giannis, maybe he will get to that stage. I I, understand where Carl's coming on because he sees the limitations, but I don't know. I'm a believer that players can get better. How old is is Jedi? 23? I'm not sure. what. Do you know what the age is, Max? Off the top of your head? No, it sounds right. 24, 25 is what I'd say. He's a baby. He's a baby. He's 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 got a long way. He's got a long way. He's got a ways to go because he's good. He's still twenty five. He's still he's still filling into his body, and as he starts to lose pace, he's going to pick up you know more um, you know nuance in his game. He's going to realize that he can't you know you, you, he's not going to be like that's why Kyle Walker has really improved as a player. Right. You know he's he's dynamite quick, but as he's lost his pace, he's, he's picked up his smart. And I think that I, I think that. Uh, I think the Jedi Jedi will do that, and um, you know we've got to we better watch out with transfer window because he's a player that's you know don't tell me our teams out there looking at him and going oh god you know attacking fullback and it's funny because with all the teams struggling with injuries you know City are having some problems Newcastle are in all sorts of trouble Tottenham have had a lot of problems. Lots of teams are doing this moaning thing. Oh, these injuries, or I was watching the game today. You know, West the spammers. You know, Tony Gale made a very, very good point on the commentary when he said, "You know, talk about all these games. You get to play at this level, right? You get to. You, the, it's right. not the practices; it's the games. So you play three games in a week. That's what you live to do: is to play. Don't moan. You know, 
play the ruddy game. Every team has injuries. Every team has suspensions. You know, we went up to Anfield um, and, you know, we we just lost, you know, we didn't have Polina for the, the Wolves game. Did, did it matter? No, it didn't. No. Just move on with whatever you've got. That's why you have, the big clubs have the depth and we don't. So here's a thought. Give teams like us and Everton and Bournemouth and Luton, I'm even going to say Luton, because Luton have had two super games in a week. Right. Give us credit for the size of the clubs and what we do that we can compete. As opposed to, well, you know, United lost to Bournemouth. How can you lose to the Cherries? No, you got stuffed, man. Stuffed by a much better side with all, all your millions. And a stadium with only 11,000 down at Dean, uh, Dean Court. So, you know, right. it's um, you know, that's a bit of a rant. But that's so okay, good. Giannis. It's okay for a rant. And Boy I will... Day, day. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to uh, actually just add to that, because I actually read a lot of stuff in the lead up to this match. And when you read some of the West Ham stuff, I mean, I'm just saying just in general, I could tell that there was this confidence. I understand the confidence, but I could also tell when fans of other sides have not watched film that don't understand what, and not seeing what we're seeing. I'm glad that you brought up Bournemouth. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to Everton, because I don't, like that Everton are in the situation that they are because of the points deduction. Okay. I don't like that. That's just me. I think you can look at other sides and question, I don't know, maybe Chelsea and, uh, and a team like Who? Manchester city, you know, maybe right. question them. What? They're below us. They're below us. So, so are Brentford. They're below us as well. I know. We're the best I, team in West London. That's no, brilliant. I, Giannis, I was talking about their financial situation. Ah, financial. My mind. Hey, and Chelsea, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if they got deducted points and City lose 7,000 points and end up playing Accrington Stanley's B team? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be great, Giannis. I'm yes. all for that. I'm there all for it. Okay. Coming up next in the second half of the show, we're going to break down this match, and it should be fun to talk about the goals. If you're watching live, I definitely want at the end of the show your thoughts on man of the match. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay, guys, let's get to it. Let's talk about the first half. I mentioned in the beginning that I thought West Ham came out fairly strong had a couple of opportunities. And before we talk about Fulham's goals, Giannis, I want to get your thoughts on a fear of mine heading into this match. <laughs> His name's James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is a yeah. huge concern of mine, that they could not let him affect the game on set pieces. Well, he certainly did. Thankfully, Leno made a nice save. And then, of course, he had a couple more opportunities. But... What are your thoughts about the opening stages when you actually 
had an opportunity from James Ward Press and a nice save from uh, Leno. Well, I, I said earlier, they, you know, they came out with some vim and vigor after the, the Tottenham Tottenham game, and good reason. I mean, it's a difficult place to play, and you know, you've had four percent of the possession, and somehow you've you got two two goals. Um, that was a super shot by Ward Prowse. He's um, the, the problem. I mean, it was a very good save because it was a, it was an end swinger. The thing about Ward Prowse, unfortunately, and I, I do think he should be there or thereabouts in the England squad, is that, that people say he's a one trick pony. He's a dead ball specialist, and he is. But he's just, he's the best we've got. But today, if you looked at that midfield, I mean, it was a super save. And what makes me laugh about Leno? <laughs> Leno, Leno makes a save and he's laughing. He's having a, he's like he's like Pickford. He's you know he's he's having a giggle. He's saying, "Is that the best you've got? Come on, come on, Woody. You scored on me last year for Southampton, and we remember that was a fantastic goal. Uh, not this time, mate. You were in claret and blue, so you might as well be a Burnley player. Not I'm going to not going to say Villa because Villa are playing tremendously at the moment. So that was a timely save at the right, certainly at the right time. Um, but they in midfield, you know, they've got some quality, but I didn't really see a lot of shape. And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, they're boring. They're a boring club. They're a boring team. They bore yeah. you to death. And they do have players of quality that can change games and they do have players of quality that can be exciting. Paqueta's another one. He's a good player. Yep. Um, but, but, oh dear, you're five goals down and you still count the attacking. Like, what are you, Moyes? Go back and see the T-Rexes with Mark Boland. I mean, honestly, <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? So, um, but it was a good save. It was a good save. And I was glad because, you know, you, we know as, a, as well as anybody how, how dangerous uh, JWP can be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to share this because, yes, I'm aware of this. I asked, there's something wrong with my camera. I'm very aware of this. I'm aware of this. It's my computer. I've tried to fix it many times. There's something wrong with my camera, so I'm sorry about that. No, there's nothing wrong with your camera. It's just that you've got, you've got a new, um, what do they call that? It's, it's an optical thing. It's um, glaze. It's a glaze. A glaze? It's a glaze. A glaze. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Let's move on, guys. Let's talk about Raul's opening goal, and I'll give you the uh, chance to talk about it there. Max, let's talk about the opening goal, which was set up beautifully by a great cross from, uh, I think, Fulham's best player. So let's talk about the opening goal from Fulham. Yeah, I mean, Paulinho just throttles into a couple tackles before this in, in the only way that he can which is full-blooded. We'd love to see that from him. And then there's nothing on, really, when he picks up the ball 25, 30 yards from goal. But the cross is top class because him and his all he has to do is just glance it, direct it on target, and it's in because there's so much pace on it. And when I first saw Paulinho shape up for it, I thought he was shooting. Like That's the what position I he did against Leeds in, in the FA Cup last season. But to see it perfectly fly off him and his head was a great feeling. And it did come out of nowhere. It felt very like a bolt from the blue the nature of the goal, the timing of it, and everything. But it was a perfect kickstart. And what a header from Jimenez. I mean, if I had fractured my skull, you know, three years ago, I would, never go for a, I would never go for a header again. And then he's just fearless. Um, you know, I, I wish I wish anyone knew, if you guys know, what the benefit of the thing he wears is. Because I know it has to do yeah. something with, with right. lessening some impact. But it just looks like an eye patch, really, when he put it on for the celebration. Uh, but I don't know. It, it was a great header. Okay, so 
What's interesting about this, Giannis, because now I'm going to talk about the second goal from William, which many players are involved in this whole situation. Obviously, the shot from Awobi, and uh, it, it goes beyond that, and William basically finishes everything up. But it's the kickstart after this. All of a sudden, Fulham, the floodgates are starting to open. They're even more aggressive. It doesn't come down to confidence after they score the first goal. I'm curious your thoughts on it, and then let's talk about the goal from William. I was going to say for the that goal by Raul, I was, I was sitting on my couch and there were names that came to mind when that goal went in. I was thinking of players like, you know, I'm going to go back to some of the oldie people here. Go ahead. Um, but Hans Krankel and Horst Hubesch and, you know, Antonin Panenka, Martin Chivers, Bob Latchford, Malcolm McDonald. Um, these, these were... Um, Bobby, so Bobby Charlton. These were people who were absolutely fantastic in the air. When they connected, they connected. That took me back so many years. I was thinking Malcolm McDonald. Malcolm McDonald is one of the best centre forwards I ever saw in the air. Um, he was utterly brilliant for Newcastle, utterly brilliant for Arsenal. The only player to ever ever scored five goals in a game for England, and he was unstoppable. The cross from Palini was so mint. And that header was so sharp. There's no yeah, yeah. keeper in the world who stopped it. It was, it was honestly it gave me goosebumps because it was old-fashioned footy at its absolute finest. It was a brilliant, brilliant goal. The second goal, um, the spammers looked at sixes and sevens in terms of the def- the defending, and again, Iwobi's causing all sorts of trouble. And it's that knockback. And Raul was a bit unlucky because of the timing is run. It went just behind him, but William was just standing there looking like he's having a smoke. And he's and and because the four defenders are dragged across, all he literally needed to do was pass it, pass it into the bottom left hand corner um, of Fabianski, and and really I think at that point you couldn't really argue because there seemed to be an acute lack of communication at the back for them today, and I, and and to me it always starts with the keeper, and I've never really been a fan of Fabianski. Um, and I just it just looked like they were at sixes and sevens. They took some gambles today. Cresswell, yes, that was a gamble. Was a super player when he's fed, but he's not been able to get in get in there again. I'm not so sure about Zuma. I've never forgiven him for the cat episodes. I don't particularly think he's a very good centre back. And we really stretched their fullbacks, and that was a classic example where they were nowhere to be seen. Once that second goal went in. I thought we're going to hammer this lot. No, no pun intended. We're going <laughs> to hammer them. I, I just, I, I, they're not coming back. They're not because the thing about Moyes, Moyes, uh, you know the old adage: to change is difficult, not to change is fatal. Moyes doesn't change. They're two goals down. He's still trying to do. He's still trying to do the counter attack. Yep. Eleven men behind the ball. It's 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 feeble. Yeah, the teams that he did great at Everton. He was unlucky at United. But man, come on. So as Tony Gale says, so you're three goals down. Attack, attack, attack. So you got a goal, you get a goal back. You got a big game against Freiburg in the Europa League on Thursday. Get a bit of confidence back into the blood. But no, he kept the same old, same old, same old. He's a dinosaur coach. Yeah, he and, is. Uh, Marco, on the other hand, is almost kamikaze-like. Um, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. as, but, but as someone like Angie Apostokoru gets, you know, a lot of um Plaudits and quite wonderfully so for the style. Same with Marco. It's exciting to watch. It's great for the neutral. And I thought when that second goal went in from William, who 
was causing them trouble already. I thought it was a matter of time before we got third. Okay. And Max, that's going to lead me to go back to you and talk about the third goal. What's great about this is that I don't think Fulham have been great on set pieces this season like they were last season. Well, Tosin comes back into the side, and he was dominant in the air and basically made it happen here, my friend. Talk about the third goal, which at this point, honestly, I have put the match away in the first half with the goal from Tosin. Your thoughts on the third goal? Yeah, it's a great leap. First and foremost, uh, he gets up over Zuma, who's a tall lad, and you wouldn't want to get in between Zuma and, and, and a cat, um, let, let alone a center back leaping for the header. So uh, great, great goal. And two falls in the line, and he, he can't even do anything. That's how well-placed header is that it sets the pace all he can do is flick it back in the, it's his own net. So it, it didn't feel real, honestly, to be 3-0 up at the half. The goals just kept <laughs> – and it was so easy, you know. There was so little resistance in West Ham. I mean, they had one shot I can think of in the first, well, the Ward Prowse shot and maybe a Bowen snapshot, and that's it. Yep. It was so simple, Russ. And that was the best part for Fulham is that we were cruising. Cruising, and Max. When he scored three goals at home in the first half, it's astounding, but it didn't even feel that amazing. It felt like we deserved it, and that's just how we we're going to pick off um, from Wednesday's win. Right. And. Guys, this is one thing that I'm not going to accept, okay? I'm not going to accept that West Ham had this huge victory and that's what it caused what we saw today, okay? I'm not going to accept that Fulham played on Wednesday. I, I don't want the excuse here that they were tired, that it was tired legs. Well, Fulham played the same starting 11, Giannis. They didn't look tired. So I don't want to hear those excuses. I, I think you'll agree with me on that. It, you know, and that's right, because it's a confidence. I mean, I mean Forrest, okay, Forrest were grim. Let's be honest. They're, they're grim. I mean, but then again, I'm not, I'm scratching my head that Morgan Gibbs-White doesn't get the start. Yeah. This player doesn't get the start. Like, what are you thinking? But nonetheless, 5 nothing win. You get the confidence. You're going, we're playing the spammers. We don't have a lot of success against them, but we're at home. Fans are going to be up for it. It's a 2 o'clock. Praise the Lord. It's a 2 o'clock kickoff. Let's go out and give it a go. We've got a bit of confidence. We've had a couple of good weeks playing good football. We've not won all our games, but we've played well. Let's go out and enjoy the occasion. And if we play the way that we know we can, we're gonna we'll get something out of this. And and confidence is you know it's there's nothing truer than if you're at the bottom and you're not winning games, and you don't have confidence, nothing goes right for you. You know you lament it and you lament referee calls and all sort of stuff, but it just it, the rubber of the green just doesn't work. And when you're playing, everything seems to go right. And and for us, for example, for me, you think of two consecutive clean sheets. Yes. But being able to bring five subs on, you know, um, giving Balaturia, uh, you know, some time, getting BDR on, getting Reedy Poos on, you know, th this is this is this is important stuff, you know, and. The confidence in the squad must be very high, and it's great that we get to play of all teams Newcastle, because when I think of Newcastle, I think of that game in '82, and I know Ivor and Robbo will be probably listening to this when they won four-one up there, and I was at the game, and that's one of the best performances I've ever seen from a Fulham team. We tend to play well up there; it's our longest journey of the season. If he keeps this lineup, um, we can get three points up there. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're five points behind Newcastle now. I know. Five. I know. It's crazy, Yannis. This is great. So <laughs> keep them set a lineup. 
and then let's go up there and, and, and have some fun. I think he has his lineup now. Yep. Um, but there are going to be a, a few bumps along the way, especially the African nations. And that Christmas schedule is, and it's tougher for us, I think, because we've got the Christmas schedule like everybody does. But then we've got the Carabao quarterfinal on the 19th. Okay. So Very good. A lot of football to play. I have to share this comment. I, I love this comment. Bit harder for West Ham when they can't use their hands. I love that. I love that. <laughs> oh, and you know what? One more thing. Can I bitch about something else? But going back to Fabianski. Go ahead. Wasn't Fabianski in goal when Lookman tried the Panenka? I don't know. That's a great was question. It, was it Who was in there? You, you remember this, Max? Oh, we oh, lost him. I can't I think, remember. Was it? Yeah. And he was goading him afterwards. I mean, I, I, I was pissed with Lookman because you remember how bad that was. But yeah, good. And oh, Max is back. Max, was it Fabianski in net when Lookman tried the Panenka? Yeah, no, I think it was. It was 2020, so it should have been. And yeah, we had Ariola, I've so. seen smiling now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to share some comments, guys, before we talk about the second half. I've got some very interesting comments that I, I think uh, I want everyone to see. So this is from our friend Black, White, and Fred. My girlfriend called another 5-0 after the second win in. I told her she was dreaming. Well, she was right on that. She's a keeper, what? Black, White, and Fred. She's a keeper. You She's a keeper. She was a keeper. This is from Steve Turner. I was at the Crabtree with my dad pregame, and he said, score prediction. I flippantly said 5-0. I just had a gut feeling. He said it was trapped win, but I wish I put a bet on when it got to full time. I was kicking myself. So, again, we got wow. some very good comments there. Let's see. This is um, from Lily. Again, keep them coming, tire legs, because their heads dropped and left after the second goal. Third goal. Made them totally check out. Maybe, maybe, Lily. So, guys, let's move on. Let's talk to, about the second half. Max, I'll go to you. One of the factors starting the second half was, let's call it, and I haven't heard anything yet, was the uh, that William went off injured. So what are your thoughts when uh, Harry Wilson came on to start the second half? Yeah, I was surprised because William did go down, but then he came back on after, at the end of the first half, and – didn't see him anything to miss, but Wilson, you know, he scored against Liverpool. Um, he's on good form. I mean, had a, had the assist yes. right, against against Forest, if I remember correctly. And you could tell that he had a point to prove from that that turn was Zuma, and when he was through on goal and just put it right at Fabianski, you thought, oh, he's in the mood. And when you just back off him like that for that fourth goal, you know, it can produce something special. So I'm delighted for Wilson. He's another player who's found it hard to start in the Premier League and I think still has to prove himself time after time again that he's not just a really good championship player. They can cut it in the Prem. And with goals like that, he deserves, he deserves more of a shout. I don't think he deserves a start just yet, but okay. he has to be the first player off the bench for me. Okay, excellent. And Giannis, I'll give you the uh, chance to talk a little bit more about Harry Wilson because this was uh, a top-shelf goal. Let's t call it what it is. Your thoughts on Fulham's fourth goal from Harry Wilson? I would have said that the best goal I'd seen this weekend was McAtee's goal for Sheffield United against the Fodder. Um, but this was better. This was a fantastic. And this is what he does do. And again, this is a confidence thing. He's, um, you know, he's been playing very, very well for Wales. And it's been tough for him because you've got William and you've got Iwobi. So I mean, how do you break? How, how do you how do you break in but for an injury? But to be fair to to Wilson, he came on and he um, Wilson has scored a, a worldie, and it was it was 
no less than he deserved. And and that's one thing, you know, I'm looking at the BBC comments and da, da, there's been a lot of fans have come forward saying, you know, Fulham was superb, da, da, da. and then there's the right. salty, the salty spammers, like the wet spam, which tends to be salty. Uh, it was only, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But you you have to give credit, um, give credit where it's due. Right. Um, if we play well, give us kudos. If we stink the joint outs, do do what you're going to do. Right, rip us um, apart. But a lot of wet, that's funny because a lot of the spammers are upset, not so much with the result, but the fact that it was negative from one to 90. Um, and the entire had, match. No, time. And you had Lone Striker, um, Bowen, who probably covered twice as much ground as any uh, any of their players. And he, he looked, he cut a really frustrated figure. And it was just a shame because he's a very, very good player. And I thought he did a great job there with no support. But um, we're playing well. And it's not just little old Fulham. You know, with a, we're in 10th. We're in the top half of the table. And Chelsea, Chelsea are down in 11th. And the fodder are in 12th. The Lego lot. Yeah, it's great. And, Mark, can I just say one more thing? Go what ahead. Is it? Max, help me on this one. Um, <laughs> and actually, those of you watching now, please help me. What's it about these gruesome away kits this year? Can we just talk about this? Um, what was I looking at yesterday? Arsenal's. Arsenal's. Wait a minute. Do you not like what I'm wearing? Oh the, no 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 because it's, it's no because that's I've got I've got the same jersey it's, it's a okay. straight color. Look at Brentford's. What the heck is that? What color is that? What colors are they? Keep it simple. I mean honestly, <laughs> who's going to spend seventy quid on that? Except maybe as a table mat. No, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you're in rare form. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, the one thing that I want to mention. I'm glad that Yanis brought this up. Listen, they even changed the formation, Giannis, and it was still negative. So it's so funny. They went to a back three and it was still negative. There was I, still... I thought know, it was were... naive, Ross. I thought it was naive. They're not a back three team. They've tried that before. It doesn't work. They have to have the twin full backs. Yeah. It, was a, it was a silly move. Were you, were you really going to play a 3-1, you know, 3-2 and and playing Kudus up front with Bowen? There was, up, there was about as much chemistry as a live rabbit and a bottle of sulfuric acid. There was nothing, Jeez. you know, and, and Bowen, uh, Bowen at the times was looking over going, what am I playing with here? What is going on? He, I, I, I keep on going about him. He really surprised me today because he's been on the periphery of the England squad. Yep. And if, if Gareth Southgate takes a lot, they talk about, you know, replacements for Harry Kane and who do you put in, but you, this kid is not as big, but he says hard at working. And his first touch was surprisingly good um and if i were the spammers i'd watch out because much like a john mcginn at villa yeah it's it's gonna be not gonna be long before the biggie the real biggie's coming because these two players are playing out of their socks right now and the big clubs have the money right they do they do all right good stuff and uh boy i missed Giannis. i missed you too max this is just too much fun <laughs> so let's end with we'll end with man of the match. Before we do that, let's talk about the fifth goal. At this point, I wasn't expecting a fifth goal, and I thought at first blush he might have been offside, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was completely onside, Harry Wilson. So thoughts on the fifth goal and Carlos Vinicius scores again. We have another striker that scores a goal, Max. I know. What a ball by Harrison Reed because yes. he just whips it. And you think at one point that Wilson's not made the right run, but the ball, when he looks over his shoulder, ends up right in front of him. 
I thought he was off too. He seemed yeah. miles off, but really it was just terrible marking oh. by West Ham. I mean, they gave up at that point. That was, I think, the worrying thing, if I'm going to be David Moyes, is that the team threw in the towel completely. I think it's almost like in a tennis match when the, the player knows he's going to lose a set, so he just stops trying. And they knew they had that big Europa League match. They said, Why, what's the point anymore? And you can't do that in the Premier League. That's, that's inexcusable. But Wilson benefited and very unselfish. I like that. He already had his goal. Yeah. He could have easily shot. But he said, you know what? My mate Carlos is there. He needs confidence. He needs to stop headbutting people and start scoring goals. <laughs> and I think what Vinicius needs to realize is that scoring goals is fun, right? He, he's a player right. who loves a, a smile on his face all the time. It's not fun when he gets set off for headbutting or, or elbowing someone in the face like he tried to do. Um, I think it was Thiago Silva. He just needs to enjoy the, the game more because he, he has these moments of anger, but he's also such a happy-go-lucky guy in every other phase of life, in my opinion. Um, so Marco needs to sit him down and just counsel it because if Vinicius can score, I think he's a great backup option. If not, Muniz is knocking on the door. That's right. I just want to mention this guys, because I do have on my screen as we're doing this live, and Giannis, you probably already know this Tottenham are now up three nil to Newcastle. United. <laughs> well. <laughs> In case you didn't know. So, this is going to be Fulham's next opponent at St. James's Park, but they have a lot of injuries. They have so, to play Bayern Munich this week. They have to that's play right. Bayern Munich on, on uh, that's Wednesday. Right. Yes. I would not count this as three points if I'm a Newcastle United supporter against Fulham. I would not do that no. right now. I definitely wouldn't do that. All right, guys, no. let's end this show with Man of the Match. If you are watching live, feel free to share your Man of the Match. I've seen some of the comments, but they're pretty far up, so feel free to Share your comments on Man of the Match. I'll get us started. Guys, I'm going to go with Tom Kearney as Man of the Match. That's where I'm going to go. I truly believe that he has been the difference in everything that's going. I can't believe I'm saying this because I never thought that we would have this type of player. Giannis, and I might say, even in a short period of time, this might be his best form, which is crazy because he was at times dominant for Fulham, but... Tom Kearney, for me, is man of the match. That's who I'm going man of the match. Max, I'll go to you. I got to go, Wobi. I just think his energy was what we needed. But, I mean, you could go with six or seven players, honestly. There's no wrong answers today. No, there isn't. There isn't. So so you're going with a Wobi. Let's, let's see what we got here. We got Emma Ross says, Tom Kearney, man of the match for his calming influence. And Black, White, and Fred says, Tom Kearney, for me. Zhao was excellent as well, and so was Awobi. Keep them coming. Giannis, over to you. Well, Steve Turner, as an aside, talked about the worst kits, and he yep. said that, that apparently the Carlisle United away kit is bad. He says the Carlisle is, is the worst in any league. He showed me a Google image, and you guys need to Google it, and you'll agree, oh, and wow. I have seen it, and it's horrendous. What is that? What on Carlisle, what are you doing? I know you're in Cumbria. I know you're 400 miles away from the nearest town, but why are you subjecting your fans to buying that? Horrendous. Man of the match. Oh, Max is right. I mean, you... So many. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it to Kearney because I think I posted on a few Facebook... This guy has only two caps for Scotland. Right. I mean, doesn't that tell you something? And he... We spent three million on him eight years ago, and today the quality he showed, and he buys the time. 
you know, the best players make the game look easy. Football is not is an easy game, but extremely tough to play well. And he makes a tough game look very easy. Always calm. I love the fact that he's never more than 10, 15 yards away from where the ball is. He keeps it simple. He And I've noticed in the last couple of games, much more physical. There was one challenge he actually did on Bowen in the second half uh, on near the, the right-hand corner flag or to the left of Fabianski. And I thought, whoa, is it a really crunching challenge. Good challenge. Not a foul. Good tackle. So he's the club captain and he's playing like the club captain. And it's, yes. it's great to have him out there. It truly Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Great stuff. Okay, I'm going to share this comment, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. This is from Lily. So many players to choose from. I'm going to pick Andreas because his return to form needs to be highlighted. Max, what are your thoughts about this? Because uh, I've been critical of him. I think everyone's been critical of him, but maybe it's the that Tom Kearney is now involved that it's opened him up. I don't know, but I think we need to highlight Andreas. I'm glad that Lily mentioned that. Yeah, how about his back heel? to a Wobi in the first <laughs> half. And I mean, that the touch of class Andreas can bring is no one on our, our side possesses that except him. I mean, he's just a better version of Ward Prowse when you think about it. Dead ball <laughs> specialist, much more involved in the actual play. Okay, very funny. All right, let's go to Ayaz. He says, Wobi always showing for the ball, helping the defense get the ball forward. I totally agree. This is an interesting one. This is from my friend Steve Reynolds. Paul Tierney for letting the game flow as a ref. Giannis, your thoughts on that? I thought he. I thought he had a very good game. I mean, he could have given he could have given a number of yellow cards, and he just let the the, the players play. And when he needed to chat, he he talked to the players. I thought I agree with Steve. I thought he had a very good game. Not man of the match, because if <laughs> it wouldn't be man, it would never be man of the match. Because the only person that would ever get man of the match, other than the players, would have to be Billy. Okay. And I didn't see Billy. Did anybody see Billy today? I didn't see no. Billy. No electric boogaloo in the corner. No, I I oh, didn't. No, see I didn't that. see him. No. Okay. I hope he's okay. <laughs> he's at the wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, very good. All right. This is from Steve Turner. TC, easy calmness, leadership, Alex Wobie, energy, power, and athleticism. And Max, I think that basically explains why people are would be choosing both of these players. Totally. I mean, the, the energy thing is, is what I just need to keep banging the drum on, is that yep. when nothing is on, you can turn to a Wobie. And that's something I think – Fulham for too long missed, really lacked. So. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. All right, great show, guys. It's been such a long time since we've done it. I've been busy, and uh, I know it's difficult to get all of our schedules together, but I'm glad that we are able to do this. We need to do it again soon, and uh, it's been a joy. Max, thank you so much for coming back on. It's I really enjoyed this. I hope you have as well. Thank you. It's great to be back on. Um, I have exciting news. I'm going over to London for the festive period. Nice. So the Arsenal match, but fingers crossed. I'm trying to go to Bournemouth away, but they're only opening up to members um, tickets oh. the 20th of December. So oh. Oh. Ticket holders, you know, are, are going to be out of the country and have tickets. I'm happy to pay you to do anything, <laughs> but just putting that out there for the College Talk family. Yeah. Okay. Get max tickets. Let's yeah. do it. Dean Court. <laughs> okay. Giannis, two long my friend and so great to have you back on great to be back and i'm hope i'm hoping as i said the next 48 hours will, will tell whether i can i can um i'd have to do a lot of juggling because school has been pretty mayhemish right um, since the start of the year 
but uh, if I can get the chance, because I, I could stay with my kid for a couple of days as well up there. Um, it, it, but it's going to be, um, you remember, I, I'm going to take you a long way back, but you remember that last year, our first game against Newcastle was the Josh Onuma. Yes. Yeah, the Josh Onuma. And we lost 4-1 and Almiron scored that absolute ruddy worldy. Was it Chalabar or Onuma? Oh, it was Chalabar. Oh, it was, yes, you're right. It was Chalabar. Yes. No, no, no. I stand corrected. And Almiron scored that worldy. I've got a good impersonation. By the way, I do a decent impersonation of Almiron. Can I do it? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Anyone listening to this will not see what Yas is doing, but, but he actually did a very good impression. Very good. Okay. All right. Great show. And again, I want to thank our audience that listened and watched live. Just thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great. And uh, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the guys also appreciate it as well. But I do want to wrap up this episode of College Talk. For Yana Shanaeus and Max Cohen, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to College Talk, part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute. And all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.